Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Let's go back in time when turtles roam the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror, the And knowing was half the battle. Yo, yo! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, Toonsters. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. I'm your host, Tim Nadell, of course. Welcome to the very first episode of 2016. Now, normally on the first of the month, you get an episode with Gary and I, my co-host and I, talking about a cartoon subject. But, uh, poor Gary Barry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry, Gary. I think I just gave you a new nickname there. Uh, poor Gary is, is feeling a little under the weather. So, he had a pass on this episode. But uh, instead of just giving you guys nothing to listen to, I'm going to release the episode that was going to be released on the 15th of this month. So uh, instead of getting Gary and I right now, you get this interview, but on the 15th, Gary and I will be back, and it's going to be a musical-themed episode where we're going to be talking about our favorite cartoon theme songs and our favorite music from movies, but not Disney-related movies, because honestly, it's really hard to compete against Disney when it comes to music. So I think I'm going to dedicate a whole show to them later on. But anyways, this episode right here that you're listening to right now is a really, really cool one. We have Stuart Pankin, who voiced Earl Sinclair on the 1991 through 1994 series Dinosaurs. Honey, I'm home! I don't know about you guys, but this was an amazing show. I I grew up with it. I remember it was on Friday nights, and uh, I used to just sitting home, just being in awe. Honestly, I mean, the, the set was just amazing and there still hasn't been anything since then to really compare to this set honestly and the show was just so up before it's time so i really hope you guys enjoy listening to this interview it was a lot of fun to do uh, of course remember those positive itunes and stitcher reviews and remember to check us out online saturdaymorningrewind.com follow us on facebook and twitter every single one of those links can be found on the website so uh Yeah, I don't want to chat your guys' ear off right now, so just sit back, relax. Here's my interview with Stuart. How you doing, kid? Good, man. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good. Okay, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, so are you ready to get going? Take your time. Oh, well, I will then now. We have a couple hours then, so... (laughs) (laughs) No, speed it up, (laughs) then. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning of Dinosaurs. How did you get involved in Dinosaurs? Um, an audition, but beyond that, um, I was called in by Michael Jacobs. Michael and I met years ago uh, when in, in 77, when we both auditioned for a show called uh, The San Pedro Beach Pums, which was Aaron Spelling's first and last attempt at uh, hour-long comedy. Um, he didn't get the part uh I, I did but he remembered me enough to call me to do a show that he later produced called uh no soap radio okay which was which was uh, it lasted about five shows but he was very sweet and uh 
and call me. So I, 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 I worked with him on that for a while. And then I guess he remembered me again on Dinosaurs uh, and called me and I auditioned. I, he told me every actor in California auditioned for that part. So Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was well. It's a, I mean, it's a great. It was a great show. It was a great script, mm-hmm. uh, and a great job. I mean, voiceover jobs are always great for actors because you can show up in your underwear. <laughs> underwear. You know, yeah. So I, I, I did that, and uh, and I read for it, and I got the part. I did hear that James Belushi was offered the role. Is, is that true? That I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. And I guess he wanted to pursue acting in in, in movies and all, so he turned it down. Well, I'm so glad he wanted to pursue acting in movies. Exactly. We wouldn't have the Earl that we love and know today. <laughs> well, actually, I run into Jim occasionally, so I'll ask him about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, do that. It'd be, it'd be great to hear some stories about that. So how did you come to the voice that we hear on screen? Did you get in character anyway? Did you Were you influenced by anything? Yeah, well, there was a guy named, oh, my God, Davey... It was a, he, he, I can't remember his last name. This is so embarrassing. But when you get to be my age, <laughs> um, he was a wonderful character actor. He was in It's Always Fair Weather. Uh, it, maybe I should look that up. Um, but he had a voice like this. It was sort of, it wasn't quite what Earl ended up to be. But he, I remember him singing a song, Though the time has come for parting. It was this wonderful New York mm-hmm. um and when I went into the audition, I had him in mind, and I did what I, you know, I, I tried to approximate that voice. And uh, and uh, I, I think it became more like this. Earl became more like this toward the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, Davey, and I'm going to look him up, you know? Yeah. I'm sit at the computer, and I'm going <laughs> to go to IMDb, and I'm going to look up. It's always fair weather, and then I'll tell you. But go ahead. You ask your questions. Um, what was the recording process like? Were you guys together, or were you by yourself? Uh, that, that's interesting. It was, uh, it started out, uh, we did it for about three weeks and we actually showed up at ABC and sat around the table and read the script. And, uh, that didn't last long. Um, and then we went in uh, alone. It was, uh, it was a, a lonely, uh, sitting for me. It was like, cause, uh, you know, I had the lion's share stuff for the most part. It was like sitting in a room for about, uh, you know, five to, to eight hours. Uh, doing it alone. We each did it alone. We re- we never did it together. Okay. I mean, it was never because the tracks were all separate. So we never, uh, even if we had scenes together, as we always did, it was never together. They always put it together, and we always had to re-loop the uh, the puppeteers, the Henson puppeteers, because the guy who did Earl as a pep- puppeteer and put the, the the voice track in, it's an English guy, talk like this, you know, and it was like, Fran, I'm home, honey, I'm home, you know, I'm going to eat you, you know. So that had to be replaced. Uh-huh. So the was great. the puppets on screen, they, did they record those first, and then you guys went over with the voices and that kind of stuff afterwards? It, that's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. They did it on set. Um, uh, if you know anything about it, it's a, it was a great um set uh, um uh and they they did that and then um we came in later when it was all edited and put together and uh and re- and replaced it nice yeah and replaced the voices I-, I wanted to talk about that set did were you able to even see the set at all oh yeah yeah um davy burns that's the guy's name i'm looking it up okay on IMDb. davy burns 
Yes, uh, we, we we did it for fun because it was so wonderful and elaborate yeah. and uh, and realistic. Uh, I went to the set many times. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, when my son was in school and we had fundraisers, they were kind enough to let me put a visit to the set as a fundraiser. Uh, so any at least the two times we brought the kids from the school in to see uh, families from the school in to see the the set. Uh, because it was it was built on a platform, so the puppeteers could go underneath the platform and stick their hands up and do the puppets. Oh, okay. And all the and and all the uh, uh, the oversized furniture, the oversized refrigerator, uh, and I, I I loved occasionally uh, going in there and putting my head on. Which oh, I nice. That was like. <laughs> no, it was a great great set. It was it was. Oh awesome. yeah, that set is remarkable. I was in, I was catching up on it again recently and. I'm still at all over the set and the and the costumes and everything. Yeah, it was the most expensive. One of the reasons I think that, that I was told anyone in the show didn't go on longer because it was it was a swell show. Um, it was the most expensive half hour uh, show in at the, at least to that point maybe yeah. now to in the history of television. I believe it. It was just so expensive to to maintain those animatronic. Uh, uh, costumes and heads and 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 the, the set. It was just a, a lot of money. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it didn't go on longer, but boy, I mean, it was three fun years. So, so you put the head on, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. I just did that for fun. Okay. <clears throat> a guy named Bill Beretta, who is now uh, a big uh, producer and, uh, and director at, uh, at, uh, at the Henson Company, was inside the suit. And a guy named Mac Wilson uh, was the voice, was the little English voice. I, I can't imagine having to wear that heavy suit to record well, everything. Well, Bill said that he, he lost, he actually lost height. Oh, my uh, goodness. Well, it's like a dancer, you know, in dancers work, there there's constantly, you know, pains and mm-hmm. chiropractors on the side. Well, you know, it, it took a toll. All those suits were, they were heavy, hot suits. I mean, they used to have, uh, uh, what do you call them, hair dryers, which they put on cool and they used to just... Whenever the the take was over, they just try to cool them off because it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I was watching the kind of behind the scenes on the DVD set I have, and he said he pretty much had they built his tail underneath so he can pretty much sit down if he had to during filming and that kind of stuff. And he had to straddle yeah, it when yeah, he walked. Yeah. Oh, it's insane! And then today I read online that uh, you often see Earl sighing when he's walking across a room because that's how he was able to see. When his mouth was open. When his mouth was open, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite an, an elaborate um, production, an elaborate shoots. I don't know how long it took to do one episode, at least on camera, uh, but it had to be, you know, at least oh, five days of shooting. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. At least. And you guys tackled on the show a lot of very kind of rare subjects for, especially for a show for both adults and kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of you know drug abuse. Uh, yes. even I guess even killing off your mother-in-law. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, uh, yeah, drug abuse. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know more than I do. I mean, it's you've probably done your research, but I I can't remember a lot of the episodes. Yeah, but, but you're right. I mean, there was an awful. I, I still say that the last episode of Dinosaurs, when uh, when they all were going to die, it, it, to this day, and people talk to me about it. It's one of the most moving things, you know, on on you know for half hour comedy television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the, that was unexpected. Was come and, yeah, yeah, it's it's a great. I think I saw it fairly recently. It's 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 a good. They did a terrific job. The writers and Michael and uh, 
and uh, Kim Rosenfeld, who was our voiceover uh, producer. They did terrific work. I heard today that, I don't know if it's true, so maybe you can help me confirm it or not, that there's actually talks of a spinoff movie near the end of the series. Did you know anything about that? There was talk toward the end of the series? Yes. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny because okay. I don't know. Yeah, and I, yeah, I read it on IMDb today. You never know what if that is true or not. But they say because of slightly declining um, ratings, that kind of stuff, they just decide not to go on with it. Right, right, right. I mean, I guess if the ratings were uh, had maintained, or, or you know, they they might have. Uh, and who knows? You know, maybe in the future there will be a dinosaur. Yeah, suit. yeah, no, it, it would be amazing. And, and th- I mean, those suits now they can still use them. And they look better than CG nowadays, anyway. You know what I mean? They were so clever. And and you know, I got a chance to talk to some of the or to to, to hang out with some of the handsome people. And the complicated animatronics. I, I, it's hard to describe. It's like putting your hands in. It's like playing the piano. And if you push a button this way, the eyes go up. If you push it this way, the eyes go sideways. The mouth goes, and they could change the expressions of the puppets by programming the computer to uh, to, to whatever hand movements they, they 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 wanted. You know, if they move your left finger over here and the eyes go up, and then if you reprogram and you move your left finger and the mouth opens. Wow. It's, it's very, it was extremely complicated. And they did, those guys, those Hanson guys, they just did a great job. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Did you, were you a fan of the Hanson company before this? Um, yes, I was. Uh, I, 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 I enjoyed, what the hell did I enjoy? What are some of the things they've done? Let's see. There, of course, the Muppet Show and Fraggle Rock and that kind of stuff. Well, I, Fraggle Rock, I never got into, but the Muppet Show, yeah, the Muppet Show was was terrific. And then all the movies they did, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, they were they were terrific. They were extremely clever and uh, and sophisticated. Too bad Jim Henson was never able to see his vision of dinosaurs really appearing on the screen. You know, he thought of it before he passed away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Brian, his son, uh, he, he picked up the the mantle and, and did a spectacular. Yeah, thing. no, he's doing a great job with the company. I know you didn't record with the cast, but did you guys ever meet at all at any period? Uh, meet the cast? The, the oh, voice yeah, cast? Yeah, we 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 before the thing, and we still stayed friends. I mean, I I I played golf with Sam McMurray, who played Roy in the show, uh, Jessica. Walter and Ron, before they moved to, to New York, we used to hang out, and Sally I used to see all the time. Um, but, you know, as far as the show is concerned, uh, except for the times where we got around, we went to ABC and read the script, uh, that was it as far as the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, I still, uh, I'm still friendly with, uh, with a lot of those people. Now, what what about and Michael? Michael Jacobs. I just did a, a Girl Meets World for oh yeah, Michael Jacobs. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I, we still keep it. Dava Seville, who was one of our writers, I just did a reading of a couple of scripts that that, that she wrote. We did that at the Writers Guild. So you know, life and 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 I'm you know Facebook friends with Victor Fresco and Tim Doyle and nice a lot of those guys. Nice. What about a favorite moment or favorite memories of, of dinosaurs? It could be either recording it, um, just, I don't know, just being Earl. Do you have a favorite moment? Boy, that's if I know that uh, my uh, the, the pilot took two eight-hour days to do. I okay. remember that. That was not a favorite moment. That was a long, <laughs> hard day. So when it got to be much less, 
you know, when we got better at it uh, and and it became more like a four to five to six to seven hour, you know, day, that was a lot of fun. Favorite moments in the recording? I mean, you're talking about a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I think if you're talking about shows, like I said, the last episode was a spectacular, uh, um, a particularly uh, good episode in my memory. Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you, it, it's so long ago that you, when you think about it, you don't think about you're doing it. You think about as you see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my memory of dinosaurs is not necessarily sitting. I remember sitting in the booth and, and, and doing stuff. I don't have particularly favorite moments about that, except that we all got along. We actually we actually printed up T-shirts for for me and for Kim and the guys in the booth saying, I sink, therefore I am. <laughs> we had a good time. We had a good time in the booth, and we had nice lunch breaks. <laughs> but as far as a, any particular recording moment, I, I don't remember that. What I remember is seeing the show. That's yeah. my memory of the show. It's not recording it, it's seeing it. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, that show is amazing. It still is. So uh, thank you for being a part of it, and thank you for everything. And Do you have anything going on right now you wanted to promote or talk about? Um, just a couple of web series uh, that I've that I've done involved with is a sh- web series called You'll Be Fine, which is on Amazon, and there's a, an independent movie I did uh, with a very talented writer director called Gus Krieger called The Binding, which is going to come out. And uh, uh, voiceover, I just uh, worked for my old friend Steve Hurst uh, to do a. He's doing the pilot, did a voiceover for him. And next year, I'm going to be doing a, a movie. Um, called kickback but that's that's in the that's in the future and i appreciate the question that was very sweet of you yeah no no problem do you have a, any kind of twitter or anything you wanted to throw out there uh I, I don't even know what that is you don't know what twitter is okay well i do know what it is but i'm not i'm not <laughs> on all that stuff i asked my son about that and he explained it to me and then i immediately forget about it no you, you don't you don't need it you're, you're fine okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stuart. No, this has been amazing. Um, can I get you to close this episode out as Earl? Hey, everybody. This is Earl Sinclair talking to Tim Nidell, uh for Saturday Morning Rewind. I love that show. I've never seen it because I've dead a long time before the show uh, aired. Uh, but everybody watch it. Listen to Tim. Watch Saturday Morning Rewind. Thanks for listening to that Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.